Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 462, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well. You're in the dark today. What's going on? Have some mood lighting going on? Oh, I don't know. That's all right. Just curious. A little darker than usual. I usually like to see like Yaz in the background. Your pictures. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Oh, there you go. There we go. That's all I need. Now I can see. What the hell's going on here? That's the best one of the day, right? That's the best one of the day, right there. What's What's new? Nothing. No. No. How's uh? How's everything going at at Sarah Bay? You, how how close did we get to the uh, the member guest? No, oh, I haven't. Heard, no, I don't think it's close at all. No, nobody dropped. No, no. I didn't know. Well, because they said end of January was when you'd see people drop yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Right I haven't gotten anything. So I can make plans for early March then. No, have to be uh, looking at flights down to SRQ anytime soon. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, ten four. Just want to make sure. I don't want to be like two days before you. Like, hey, we got it. I mean, it, it, as far as I'm concerned, you playing the member guest every year. Yes, right. But that's true. Okay, but there's a but. Did you want to? No, I mean, there's always a but. I can yeah. probably make it happen. We can yeah. see. Why is it a week? Why is it a week different every year? Oh, I don't know. That's strange. I just I don't even like golf anymore. No, you're getting miserable again. Huh? I hate it. You were feeling good. When I was down there, yeah. you were feeling good. Yeah, no, I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> What's going on? I just don't like it. I suck, and I don't like playing. I, that I new, think I'm done. That new stealth wore, wore off pretty quick, huh? I hit that okay, but then I you know, I snap hook it, and I... <laughs> it's a miserable game, isn't it? It's just... it's it. No, I just don't like it. You, you do not like it. What do you like, Pards? You like looking at DVC points, don't yeah, you? Yeah, like, I like staying on property. I like, yeah. Do you look? At, are you looking at the resale contracts now all the time? I, yeah, I look at those. I haven't looked in a while though, because it's just stupid. You're just gonna throw a credit card at it and just. I'm looking at sleep around points. It's just it's the only <laughs> I, thing I really like. I don't like sports yeah. anymore. I don't follow. No. Poli- I could care less about politics. Once you get older, you realize it doesn't matter who you vote for or who's in. It doesn't matter. Right. Now I I was looking uh, on the the Diz the boards. Because they have that's a lot of good... Yeah. That's Pete's. That's yeah, Pete's that's website, Peter's. Yeah. Is there a lot of discourse on there? Oh, a ton of 
they uh, just yell at each other. You're stupid. No, I direct. No, 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 none idiot. of that. No, I mean no. there is some of that, but it's not too much of that. But they have a thread for the the right of first refusal, and it gets updated all the time. People putting in like when they sent their contract in, when it passed right of first refusal. See, you're ridiculous now with this DVC. Like you're interested. Like every like yes. for the past five years when we've done this stupid podcast, you you wouldn't even be looking in the camera. You'd be watching a basketball game. Oh, uh, excuse you'd, me. You'd that's like look. Looking at, looking at like looking, God knows what you're looking at on your phone when we're recording. But I mean, yeah. there, you had zero interest in discussing Disney, and yeah. now you you got a pen in a hand, and you're talking about Rofer and. No, we don't use acronyms here, though. Right of first refusal. Right. You don't even you didn't even know what uh, Ken Cabot's acronyms were. The I, other what, what, what is he talking? What's his S? Get to it. That's you a know, good move, like, though. You know, Don't these you like guys that? with their cheap data plans, and they can't even, you know, you can't even say it, put an O before the K. You got K. On my way, I'll be there. K. Like I don't, you know what I really don't like what? is all the uh, the acronyms for the different DVC resorts because I don't know those yet. I don't either. That irritates me. It's like VBC Villas at right. Beach Club, and then there's right. like B uh, Boulder Ridge Villas. Sometimes yeah. the V's first, sometimes it's last. Yeah, takes me five minutes to freaking decipher what resort it is. Because just they just, you know what it is, Gary Frank Aruda. They just want to show how much smarter they are. These are the Ivy Leaguers right now talking down to you and I because we're the newbies. We're the newbies. We still got the fresh backpack. We got the we're not the sport backpack. Did you? We're wait? not the Did Joe Quats. We're not the new kid? Phil Juniors. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, we're we're just the nerds. Just come yeah, in. we still, you know, we've got the pencil all shopping, and they're in the back just reading the newspaper. Like, look at these idiots. They're the tough guys. They knocked the binder out of our hand as we yeah. walked down the hall. It was yeah. sitting right in the front row taking notes. We want to learn. Yep. And you got New Phil Jr. and Quattro back there. Yeah. VGF and yeah, I don't know what it SSE is. for your attraction. I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> Did you really not know, or are you just busting? I honestly didn't know. Because I could usually figure it out after a second. I thought you were just... The thing is, is like when I read a comment, I don't want to have to Google search something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Anyway, uh, all that to say, um, someone posted on that thread. They're like, oh, someone just dropped a ton of 20 to 100 point Old Key West extended contracts on Fidelity. So like with the extended end date. So you went online. I didn't look. I can't look yet. I didn't even pass right of first review. Because those 20 point is right there. I mean, you're looking at a couple thousand dollars parts. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's, that's just a, a blip on the that's radar. a difference between a studio and a one bedroom. Well, I'm thinking for you, you get that extended end year, you get a second home resort. It's in your use year, you're good to go. One person on the boards, I don't know if it's true. They said they have eight contracts in four different use years that oh, sounds like sure. that's a, a that's a nightmare that's a disaster right there isn't it that sounds like a nightmare yeah that doesn't seem like a good use of your time does it no we got joe quat losing 130 points because he lost track of time imagine having eight different contracts four different use years you know, Duffy, with that losing that one point that, that bothered me you, i talked it? about that bothered me i talked to Kristen about it that just bothers me. Well, what the hell can you do with one point? Nothing. I mean, you could take the one point, right, if he gifted it to you, and then you got to 
borrow from yours to yeah not yeah no it doesn't do anything but... so his one point would cost you eight points or nine eight, points yeah or, or ten point yeah if i was gonna stay at a cheap resort but if it was like eight or ten imagine if you had like eight points then you're like Ooh, I could maybe get an old Key West studio for one night for two points, borrowing two points for my next year. Yeah, I'll just go up on a sad day, leave Kristen behind. Right. Get those wheels turning. But anyway. Yeah, that it is just like the it's it's like the sports of it. I remember when I was in high school, selection Sunday was like my favorite. I'd have Every conference tournament written out, I try to like predict the bracket like Joe Lenardi. I'd be sitting there figuring out who's getting the auto bids, who's not. I'd write my own bracket before selection Sunday to see who's getting in. That's what like that's what this feels like looking at DVC. Like, all right, this person passed at 108 a point at uh, Saratoga. I'm doing the math in my head. Okay, they sent it two weeks before me and they heard back yesterday. So that means I'm like 10 days out from here and back. Yeah, but you know what? Is this jury? Di- deliberation because like if you oh, don't okay. hear back now for another because all you hear is like oh these people got through right of first refusal quicker than me so that means i'm right on the docket now if it sits in celebration for another week or two you're probably thinking that it's like this lady's like just staring at this contract how many people they have not doing to buy this? it huh how many like who's making like, these decisions? i don't know i could be a, i heard it's like one person who sits in this office <laughs> and that's their whole job is just going through figuring out if they want to buy these contracts back. That would be fantastic. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you do that? Now, I would love to. That is such a miserable job. Like, that is perfect oh, for me because I could ruin people's like plans, their vacations. Like, you'd almost buy back the the higher price ones. You're like, oh, this I'd be going really on social it. media looking at these people and figuring out whether or not I liked it. They would all be personal decisions for me. Like, you'd find out, you'd listen to the podcast, you'd be like, oh, this guy's all excited, I'm going to buy this one back. Yes. Ruin his day, set him back six weeks. In the oh, because then, then there's a chance that you, yeah, you know what, on second thought, the hell with it, there's a lot we could do with 17 grand. And yeah. Like, you, this, this person could completely just ruin. <laughs> You're going back to hating Disney, you don't even want to be on the <laughs> yeah. podcast anymore. You're so no longer token to Quat Joe or, or Newfield Jr. And that's it's what you want. Friendships, I mean, this is... You just see me lose, leave the group. Gary Afarud has left the group. Oh man, yeah, there's a lot you could do with that job. You, that would be a good miserable pencil pusher work from home job. I would love that job. Plus, you're I spending would... money. You're like writing checks to these people. Yeah, you like spending other people's money too. Absolutely, that's like a win-win. You see, like a six hundred grand Grand California come across. 600 points I'd probably like, oh that's like 100 smoking grand. because that would be a job where you have to like walk outside your office and you just, you know you got like the vanilla the the yeah. uh, the wall the contracts and you're still flipping through them as you're smoking a heater oh you think this is all done on paper not a computer it's even so old they're getting like faxes of this stuff and they oh have yeah you gotta yeah you gotta do yeah you gotta bring the paper home with you <laughs> they, have, they have the printer that has the little holes that you have to the dot matrix printer the dot gotta... matrix printer you got to rip off the side margins of it before you could file it. Taking the whole thing home. That would be a miserable job. You'd be good at that. I'd be so good at that. I would be I would be employee of the year right there. You'd you would probably sink the company. You'd buy back every contract. If you're like I want more points. Like we can't sell these things parts. You'd be like just buy. I'd want to ruin people's day. You want to protect that direct price. 
it's all about the bottom line. That's what we're going to learn a lot about on this evening's podcast. (laughs) Well, that's true, too. But the the report is showing they only bought back two contracts in January, right? Is that what it – or three? I think so. The thing I sent you, and they were all at Copper Creek. You know, and then everyone comes up with these, you know, speculation and rumors. Those are the only resorts that points are in demand. Like, no one wants points. Like, they have a surplus. They're not going to buy back contracts at Saratoga if no one's trying to buy it direct and they have a surplus of them already. You know what I mean? There's a lot that goes into it that I don't understand. I'd destroy the secondary market. My goal what? would just to be put all these companies out of business. <laughs> all these resale companies and yeah. rental companies and yeah. stuff. Yeah. All these I mean, podcasts they could, are shutting down. They could do There's it. There's so much power. It, but why don't they do it? Why do they want the resale market out there? They that just, I can't figure out. It's just a cash flow thing. They just don't want to be stuck with all these points that are valueless. I mean, at least if they get people coming on property, they're spending money on restaurants and stuff. Except the annual pass holders, they don't spend any money. Well, you can't even get, you can't even be an annual pass holder anymore. These groups that you got me hooked on on Facebook are miserable. It's so good. That's why I don't know why you weren't on those. It's I didn't realize how much like stupid drama was in there. It's it's it is the perfect fifteen minutes in the mudroom in the morning or whenever you're whenever you're. (laughs) Someone posted today. I want to add someone to my DVC deed. Has anybody used this person? And if so, how did it go? And like the first comment was, you should never add someone to your deed. And the guy goes, that's not what I asked. Right, right, right. And then they just was flaming, going back and forth. They just killed each other. But it's true. Like, that's not what they, it's like, he didn't ask if it was a good idea to add someone to your deed. He asked if anybody had used this person to do it. Oh, when they oh, when they say that you know, if the, I love when they say that they're they want to buy direct, and they specifically yeah. say the reason why, and I'm between Riviera and Grand Floridian, and then they tell them that you're an idiot and you should buy Saratoga on the resale market. Right. Like, let's have a discussion as to why you should buy either Riviera or why you should buy Grand Floridian. Right. If you came into it and said, "Hey, I'm on the fence of buying direct or resale," okay, then you give me your reasons for why you think, but. Everyone changes the changes the like the questions. They're so miserable, aren't they? Everyone's miserable. And then everybody at my home resort's better than yours. And it gets like that. My favorite thing is when someone asks a stupid question and like 80 people comment, Google it, Google it, Google it. It's like just answer the question. That if it's that like everybody know I don't know. People are just miserable. Yeah, they really are. Like it makes you I don't know why anyone would post to these groups. They're just so miserable. This, our whole show could just be reading like Facebook group drama threads. That would be fun. That would be good. We could pick a, just a couple and go through the DVC threads. <laughs> go through the threads and just read the drama. I know Newfield Jr. would like that. He's just he's in a, he's in a hotel room in Tampa. He would love to get on board with this. Yeah, that's I'm sure that's what he's doing right now. He's probably got like a burner account. He's creating fake posts in these things and just sitting back and watching the world burn. Having his. Uh, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company. Yeah, he got a Joffrey.com <laughs> podcast is brought to you. Do you, whenever you see that, <coughs> does it come into your head too? Yeah. And not from their podcast because I never listened to it. It's from so you. So you just hear it from me. 
Yeah, I have no clue. That could have never been uttered on that podcast for all I know. I mean, obviously it has been, but you could have just made it up and I'd be saying it because I don't have any frame of reference for it. It was a 10-year anniversary, so Bob came back. Oh, yeah? So <laughs> When was this? It's the newest show. Oh. So I'm like, I got to... So I take it on my walk with Rody, and they're talking about Chris DeMezzo or De, whatever his name is. He's the Joffrey guy. I just oh, started geez. laughing. It's perfect. Like, the guy hasn't been on the show, like, in four years, and now they're talking about the Joffrey's guy. Like, there's just so much little... So many little things that make me happy. You like that. I love that. And this guy, like, they don't even sponsor it anymore, but they're still just talking about the Joffrey's guy. Just yeah, I don't think they sponsor it. Because they usually, like, they'd have this guy on, he'd be talking about, like, coffee beans. I mean, you think, like, our conversation's worthless? He's talking about, like, coffee beans in Colombia. It's like that's pretty bad. That's that's as bad as our golf talk. It's right? no, I pe- no, our golf talk's better, don't you think? Well, to me, it is. Some people, it's as as niche as our golf talk, maybe. It's probably more niche. Oh, it's way more niche. Yeah, the coffee bean talk. Like people I mean, like coffee, like, but no one like, really gives a crap where it comes from, right? It's like having a sommelier on. You know what I mean? Like, this is a Disney podcast. Now, if you want to, you know, get somebody from California Grill and talk about how to pair wines with your dinners, that's one thing. But we got to get George on from Wine Bar George. You know, George is, George, I bet, would come on the show. That guy, like, busses tables. He's fantastic. Yeah. He, he was the sommelier at California Grill, right? And then he started his own. Isn't that was the, he really? I didn't know that. I thought that was the story behind it. Anyway, we should probably take our first break, and right. uh, we'll get back into it. That's the best right one after this. right there. Right, we are back from break. This is episode number 462 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week we have some Walt Disney World news to go through. You sent me a few articles you want to talk about. Just a little bit of a housekeeping episode. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you wanna what did you want to start with their parts? It doesn't matter. No. All right, let's start with uh the story you sent me about the uh Polynesian lobby getting a nice little update with yeah. goods a soft good update so i asked you the other day i didn't know what the difference between a hard good and a soft good update is so i'm sure there's other people that do not know can you explain that a little bit yeah so a soft goods is basically fabric you know you're looking at like linens uh i like a, think like couches things like that yeah like yeah redoing couches a lot of Carpets. fabric just yeah 
And, and taking down the uh, the water feature years ago, that would have been considered a hard refurb. That's like putting construction walls up and changing out like brand new. Like this is just changing stuff that can be changed pretty quickly, whereas the the hard goods is like gutting things and replacing. More yeah. Or less. Although in the rooms, you said a Murphy bed is considered soft goods, right? I don't know. I'm on the okay. fence with that. I think they might be considered soft. It must be because you said Beach Club is doing a soft good this year and they already put Murphy beds in those rooms. Right? Yes. So that must be. So because it's changing out a couch, that's maybe still under the auspices of a soft goods. Like new TVs in the rooms would be a soft good. I would, yes, I would think so. Yeah, things like that. New curtains, new pictures on the wall, things of that nature. When they blow out the wall and replace the the counters in the kitchens and the one bedrooms and put in hardwoods, that's... Uh, that would be like a hard goods update, but the uh, it looks like they added some new rugs, like area rugs in the seating areas of the lobby. Um, looks good, doesn't it? It looks really sharp. It looks good. The thing I like about it, it adds a nice pop of color, but it also looks like it's been there for like it looks fresh and clean, but it looks yeah. like it's been there. It doesn't stand out like as. Remember a new... when they used to do stuff like that? Oh, like theming and stuff? No, not even just theming, but when oh. they would do something and it looked like it it was timeless. Yeah, it's fresh, clean, and new, but it looks like it's always been there. That's like the definition of a great, like a perfect upgrade and update. Kind of like the rooms. Whoever's in charge of the poly needs to be put in charge of all resorts for that kind of stuff. Because they killed it with the room refurbs. Yeah, they did. The lobby looks fantastic. Both both on the DVC and the cash side at the Polynesian. Right. And and then you go down the monorail to the the contemporary and they totally fumbled it. The Great Floridian is not bad. Their updates are pretty nice. Mm-hmm. But I like the Polynesian. Out of the three, I like the Polynesian the best by far. And then even like the... I noticed they're starting to see some refurb boardwalk uh, in, not the villas, but the boardwalk in. Yep. It's getting some pictures out there of the refurbs, and that's okay, but it's kind of plain. It's fine. It's fine. Well, you're talking. Well, I showed the pictures of the beach club the other day. Yep. Which I really liked. I love the beach club, and, and we got destroyed on our Facebook group. Yeah, I'm not sure. Some people WDW didn't like Beyond it, but... the Gates podcast family. Go yeah, ahead check us out. and join. We have great discussions. However, like people said it was too plain or what, but I thought they added more Disney touches than were in there before, but they didn't like hitch over the head with it. Yeah, I thought I thought that I love the 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 Donald Duck family for the Murphy beds. Yeah, behind the beds. We great. love the colors. Like I brought Kristen in before she went to bed last night. She just loves the coloring. She just said it's very relaxing. It's appealing to the eye. But the room we stayed in had not many Disney touches. The one right. bedroom pre-refurb. I think they added more Disney touches to it. And oh, I it agree. Clean and modern. Like I thought they did a good job with it. Now the boardwalk in rooms, I thought were a little plain. Like those were old looking. Mm-hmm. Those were in in big need of a refurb. I felt like. Um, and now they look 
a little too sterile. Like I kind of feel like that one fits the complaint that people are saying about the beach club room. That's fair. Not that it's bad. It's just a little sterile. It doesn't have a lot of character. And the, board, the boardwalk mm-hmm. had a lot of character. It was outdated, but it had a lot of character. And it seems like they're, they stripped away some of it. Now, I'd still rather stay in the new refurbed room with new beds and furniture and all that good stuff because, you know, it's going to be, you know, cleaner and better shape. It's just going to feel fresher. But I don't like when they lose some of that identity. And that's and again, that just brings me back again to the poly where they could do these updates and they can reinforce their identity. They're not losing their identity. They're reinforcing it and making it look better fresher and it just still has that character and that identity yep. which i feel is very important so uh i whoever is in charge of that at the poly i think needs to be brought in to consult on the other resorts i mean the poly might be the easier one to do because it's a very obvious theme you could go with the bright tropical colors it's easy to just you know fall back on that but I mean, you could be creative with some of the other places. They did a they did a pretty good job with Grand Floridian. I'll be interested, very interested, to see what they do to that lobby. Mm. That's that's a hard that would be considered hard goods because they're basically closing the lobby and doing yeah. construction yeah. in there. So back to that once again. Um, yeah, I, I like these these pictures. If you go on, you found it on a website called wdwmagic.com. If you search there for the for the new, uh, you'll see the article if you want to see some of the pictures, but I think it looks real nice. I like the lobby. I know people were bummed when the fountain left, and I can understand why, but it's still it's still a great lobby, I think. And that was early on where we were belly aching. So for me, like I obviously, I think the fountain was great, but I didn't have that. You weren't nostalgia. married to it like I was, right? Yeah, I didn't have that nostalgia because I started going later, after, you know, later in my life. And uh, that's one of the day right there, Frank. I still really like the lobby and I love the entrance. Like, it's weird to say, but walking from like the parking lot into the lobby on the lower level below the monorail stand yeah. is like so nice because you have like the little waterfalls and the tropical plants outside and the torches lit. It's so nice, isn't it? It's all you just feel so welcomed and 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 just I don't know, it just transports you. And it has that smell, and then they have the, the smell. old school check-in areas. It's so nice. Yeah, absolutely. And there's stuff going on in the lobby. The lobby just feels like mm-hmm. has life to it. So you got the restaurant. You just have so many people coming from the parks to check it out because they do have the destination restaurants you have ohana that you can't get into yep they have trader sam's a lot of people like that right. bar. and then you know even people that are staying there it's kind of a smaller footprint of a resort and the people who are there are using the pool the pool's right outside the lobby so people are coming in and out to use the pools Pineapple like and that. yeah exactly all that good stuff so um it's really a uh it's really a great, great spot. Um, and the shops. I love the shop boutique on the bottom floor. Love that shop down there. And then even the the more traditional one on the top floor, I forget 
with Moana Mercantile, I think it's called. That's a good little shop too. It has it, but I like the the boutique better, the one on the on the bottom. They do they do a good job with that lobby. And then obviously uh you talk about that refurb and then they also had some some pictures we we spoke about of the the refurbs beginning at Boardwalk, Boulder Ridge, and Beach Club. I've seen some rooms at all of them. The Boulder Ridge rooms are beautiful. Do you see some of those pictures? So nice. I like the dark green they put in there. So nice. It's just such a huge upgrade from the pullout couch to the Murphy beds. It just makes it feel so... I don't know, so much cleaner and neater and more comfortable. Like I slept on that pullout couch at beach club and it wasn't uncomfortable, but that mattress was pretty thin just to have, just to have that Murphy bed. Yep. It makes it a lot easier and be able to push it up and down easier is better. Um, So I really like that they're doing all that, but Boulder Ridge looks great. Uh, I like what I'm seeing out of Beach Club. Boardwalk, I haven't seen a DVC room yet at Boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Any pictures. But I think that's still on the docket for this year. I could be I could be wrong though. That could be next year. That could be 24. Um Anyway, anything else you want to talk about in that in that realm? Nothing else there. I think we lost you there for a second. Nope, not on the refurbishments. All right. Uh, now this is another article you sent me. Um, so looking, it's I'm looking at the chart. It's looking at a 2023 full for oh, the Boardwalk I'm, Villas. Okay, so that's like gotten it basically. That's a good one. So this they, is they, on. They, they did a soft in 16, so... Okay. Anyways, so, go ahead. Let's move on, as Brother Heath would say. Any questions? <laughs> Let's move on. This is from WDW News Today. Um, it says, capacity reduced by 20% at Disney parks during peak periods. And that was our friend Christine McCarthy. Yes. Who said she was taking food off your plate because you're fat. <laughs> that's right. That was That's her claim to fame, isn't it? Yep. So it says as part of the quarter one earnings call today, Disney CFO Christine McCarthy announced that capacity and peak periods at the Disney parks has been cut by 20% compared to pre-pandemic levels, even with attendance up. Um, This change goes hand in hand with the Park Pass Reservation System championed by McCarthy, as well as Disney Parks Experiences and Products Chairman Josh DeMauro. Uh, Despite complaints, it appears that capacity reduction efforts mentioned in previous earning calls are actually in effect. Uh, McCarthy told Morgan Stanley that the parks may never return to full capacity in order to improve the guest experience. That was uh, last year she had said that. So I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's less people in the parks or... They say less capacity, but it feels like there's less 
capacity on the rides as well. Like if there well, are fewer. No, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, is it because that they're broken all the time? I don't know. They don't seem like they're broke. I mean, maybe they are. I can't really speak to that, but the wait times certainly aren't reducing due to lower capacity. Right. If there's twenty percent less people in the parks on average, wouldn't the wait times be down by twenty percent? Or, or, or even if they're even if they just say they're the same, right? They're not. They're higher than ever, and I think that's in due in large part to the Genie Plus and that that reservation system and the standby there, lines I, on so I've many never, rides. I've never seen it's a small world at like an hour wait. Never. Now you do. Now you do. Like haunt, remember Haunted Man even before not even thirty five, Haunted Mansion sometimes. used to be fifteen twenty minutes tops because it's such a quick loader it's a people eater. Before they did Fast Pass Plus, and you could just it was only standby. You just got in the standby line and you waited, and you would wait a little bit, but you never were you never saw it out on the street like that line's always out on the street. It's awful. Like towards the Liberty Bell, like uh, you're co- you're coming from Tomorrowland, and you're trying to make your way over to Frontierland. You're like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, like you said, never. I mean, although it's up to Columbia Harbor House, that's what I mean. It's ridiculous. And it's then, insane. But you never had that prior to Fast Pass Plus. You just were able to get in line. You'd wait thirty minutes tops. Jungle Cruise. I I mean, Jungle Cruise had lines because it's slow. But it's never under 60 now. Pirates of the Caribbean, that was like Haunted Mansion. That was always a walk-on for the most part. Oh, no doubt. Now it's 45 minutes all the time. So, I mean, the Genie Plus is inflating wait times, but when it does that, it also not forces, but it incentivizes more people to purchase it. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's kind of a vicious cycle, a self-fulfilling prophecy that you know, if wait times are higher, more people are going to buy Genie Plus. But the more people that buy Genie Plus, the higher the wait times are going to be for the standby because they have to move those people through. Now, did they limit Genie Plus purchases? In they order said to they did. Provide, oh, in order to provide a better guest experience like they do by lowering capacity? They said they will. They said they'll cut it off, but I haven't mm-hmm. seen that reported that they stopped selling it. I just noticed they raised the price quite a bit on peak days. Uh, it It is very strange because now that it's a paid product they can't say well fast pass it's like well that's that was included so if you have to wait 20 minutes to get on with the fast pass well that's just the name of the game but now this genie plus people are paying for it so you gotta get them through quick or people are gonna really start belly aching about it you know so yeah it, it's it's very strange how uh how that process works and then they're touting this like reduced capacity but the guest experience i don't feel like has improved by 20 percent due to reduced capacity and that's what they want you to think because they're charging more and it's well now there's less people because we're charging more but it doesn't really feel like it even if there are less going through the turnstiles if the rides take longer to get on it doesn't feel like there's less people there it feels more crowded right so it's an interesting uh, thing to keep our eyes on anyway. Uh, one other thing, this is from NBC News. It's saying that uh, 
today, Disney said it's planning to reorganize and lay off 7,000 jobs as it's slashing costs and reorganizing. It's cutting $5.5 billion with a B in cost with this reorganization and uh, with the layoffs. So they're going to have three divisions now. Disney Entertainment, which includes its streaming and media operations. ESPN, that includes uh, sport, is basically sports and then a parks experience and products unit. Uh, which there were a lot more. I remember they had like just the products, just this, just like there were a ton of different divisions. So now they're streamlining things and and cutting jobs as well. So they're going to get rid of three billion from content, and the remaining two point five billion from non-content cuts. So basically, a lot of the stuff on Disney Plus, like the the stuff that's created for Disney Plus, Hulu, um, all their streaming services, that is not going over a TV. Mm-hmm. They're going to get rid of a lot of that content. It sounds like because that's costing them money. They're not getting the subscriber pool that they were hoping for whatever it ends up being. So uh, the 7,000 jobs is approximately 3% of the roughly 220,000 people it employed as of October 1st, 166,000 in the U S 54,000 internationally. Uh, Disney stock rose more than 5% on the news. So, yeah, it always does short, ter- short term when they say that they're going to save a ton of money. Right. We'll just see what happens long term. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but this is like the first real big step as a CEO that Iger's made. All the other stuff has been, you know, sunshine and rainbows and lollipops and little uh, window dressing here and there. Now this is then he comes in and he's, you know, cutting jobs and slashing. Remember, like when he first took over, he did like that little weasel meeting with all of his people yeah yeah let's just let's just give it a couple months before i fire him oh however being a parks podcast i suspect it's going to affect the parks the least the layoffs for a couple of reasons they don't make as much money the people that work in the parks and the parks make money for the company whereas the streaming stuff is losing them money so they're probably going to cut most of the jobs from those divisions, higher paying jobs, things like that, where they can actually make a significant change. So I guess that's one of the advantages of not making as much money. You probably your job's probably a little safer. It's you think they're gonna hire a few your... more janitors? <laughs> you think they need to? Yeah. Do you? Well, uh, speaking of, I didn't we didn't uh, have this in our outline, but they said that housekeeping is going to return to all Disney resorts, not just the deluxes, but not, not necessarily every day. It's going to return to every other day. And then maybe eventually every day <laughs> that bothered you, didn't it? It's we had this discussion a month ago. You were irritated. It's very irritating. It's a hotel room. You stay at a motel six in Topeka. Talk to for... me. If you, you stay before, at a, a... Bill, I'm just going to sit back. The Timberwolves went to, uh, went to commercial. I'm waiting for the wolves to come back. I'm all Anytime ears. you stay at a hotel, part of the deal is you get, you know, housekeeping every every day, right? That's kind of been the agreement for hotels since the beginning of time. That's mm-hmm. like one of the advantages of staying at a resort. 
in a hotel. Even motels, like anywhere. They come in, they make your bed, they give you new towels, and you're good to go for the next day while you're out and about doing your That's thing. correct, yep. And then Disney, because of the pandemic, decided we can't do that anymore. Okay, that's fine. Now they want to only bring it back to the deluxes. Mm-hmm. So you have to pay $700 a night in order to get nightly housekeeping. I'm going to I'm going to turn my candle on here parts you keep oh boy. going. Okay. So it's I don't know, it's just quite the uh It's like they're patting themselves on the back for kind of bringing it back or bringing it back half as much as it used to be. It's like look at us every other day. You know, if you're staying for four nights, we'll we'll make your bed twice. Isn't that great? And you might get new towels. If you call us, we'll bring them if we remember. Maybe not though. And the thing is, the housekeepers there, they do a great job when they actually get in the room and and do it. It's not like they're bad at their job or they used to be excellent. I don't know now. Who knows? Because you don't see them anymore. Maybe they stink now. But in general, I never really had a problem with the Disney housekeeping. Did you? And all your stays there? No, they've always been fantastic. And now you like you can't even get your garbage emptied half the time. I don't know. I just that just <clears throat> it was like the parking thing when they started charging to park at the resorts. It's like just. Bake it into the price of the room. You're already charging enough. If you want to just get extra out of the room, just get extra out of the room. And now, you know, it's house housekeeping, other things. They're they're creating all these <clears throat> these uh, things that didn't need to be an issue, and now they are. But I guess all that, <clears throat> as we have some negative news, there's this last story you sent me, which... Can I add to this housekeeping yeah, thing? Yeah, of course. You told me to go off, so I didn't know if you had anything I, to add. What it says to me is that you're a second-class citizen if you don't stay at our deluxes. Right. I don't like that. I, oh, that that's, means... that's, that's just lousy. It makes you feel like crap because some people have to save for years and that's years. That's a lot just... of money, Bill. We, just we joke say, about the All-Stars. It, it's $200 a night. That's a lot of money. Right. For a lot of people, that's their once every five-year vacation. They save up for years and years to take their kids to Disney once. And they stay at the All-Stars. Oh, we're going to stay on property. We can afford the All-Stars. We're going to do it. Still a lot of money. It's stretching our budget, but we want to stay at Disney. And then they tell you, you didn't pay enough to get your beds made. You right. come back at the end of the day, and your room's still a mess from when now, you woke again, up in the morning. If you want to say, look... I just like honesty. If you just say it has been very difficult to get people to work here. Yeah. And this is an industry issue. This isn't just Disney. This is across the board. We're finally to the point where we've got some staffing, but we're not at 100 percent. So right now we're just going to do the deluxes and we're going to do every other day here until we're at fully staffed. Mm -hmm. I can swallow that. But they didn't say that. They said you're a scumbag. Right. And you're lucky we're even coming once a week. Which you say it's industry wide, but and I don't know. I could be wrong. I haven't heard about like the Universal hotels not doing housekeeping every day. Yeah, you're right. You're. I haven't heard that either. Or the Hilton in, in downtown Disney, or you know Hyatt's, or whatever name your your chain. 
And to top it off, you get every other day. When we were there this summer at uh, Port Orleans, we got every other day. And then if we were, if you happened to be in the room when they came by, that was your chance. You missed your chance. They didn't come by again. It's not like in the old days you put the do not disturb. They'll come by. They'll check yeah, again at 3 o'clock or hit, 4. They hammer it, right. Yeah, but they you checked the list. Oh, you were in there. Sorry, we're not coming back. <laughs> I think we got... We were there for six nights at Port Orleans, and we had our beds made once. It's such garbage, isn't it? That was the only thing I didn't like. At least at Animal Kingdom, staying in a DVC room, you know the deal, and it's always been the deal every four days mm-hmm. or whatever. That's fine, because it's a different thing, and they put a vacuum in the room for you if you want to do it yourself or whatever. But like, At least that, you know the deal. DVC is like, all right, leave. The, we'll take the trash out once a day. Right. Put your linens down in the hallway or whatever. We'll take them away. We'll bring you new towels. But, you know, the hotel rooms, that's that's part of the deal. That's part of what you're paying for, in my opinion. Yeah, because how many They people... haven't reduced prices of these rooms no. due to lack of housekeeping. That's for damn sure. And people, you know, all the Apollo, is it that big of a deal? Yeah, I like the smell of a fresh room when I come oh, back. so nice. The nice thing. I like thing. that. Is when you get back from the parks and your bed's made and you just lie down on the fresh bed. You don't like mm-hmm. even move the sheets. You just lie you don't down move on the it. sheets because you want that thing military crisp. Yes. And it's beautiful. And it was even better. Like, wasn't it the best when you'd go, you get up, let's say you had a breakfast reservation. You weren't even going to the parks. You come back from breakfast and your room's already done. You're like, mm-hmm. oh man, they're on top of it. They were ready today. They were here at nine o'clock. They got it done. Now we got a nice fresh room the rest of the day. Now you get back at seven o'clock at night and it looks like a bomb went off in your room still. It's like, well, I guess this is it. You gotta make your own bed on vacation. Empty your own trash? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of stinks. And to make it like that, it's like just do it at like at that point, shouldn't you just say we're only doing it every other day, everywhere, just so people don't feel like they're less than for staying doesn't at the matter. moderate. These all the idiots are still going. It doesn't matter. I guess. You know what though? Did you read that you can still opt out? I didn't. I didn't see the. I didn't see the gift card there though. Parts. You could just opt out. They're I not think giving you, you anything just, hey, for it. Hey, if you don't want us to come every other day, not a problem. Yeah, we'll certainly not, skip it. Don't not you a problem? We'll skip that. it. I didn't see mention of the. The gift, the gift cards, card, yeah. Though. I don't think they do that anymore. <laughs> Just like chipping away at stuff. I don't know. I get, but the, but then they also frame it like, "Oh, look what we're bringing back!" Aren't you excited? It's like it should have never really gone away in the first place. No. Like I could see at the peak of COVID three years ago when it first started, and they didn't know. It's like we're not going to send anybody to your rooms. We just don't want to run the risk. Okay, but after like three, four months, once we kind of figured out what was going on with it. it, But but they opened it up. If it was a true concern of your safety and the employee safety, why'd you open it up? Just let it sit there for three years. That's true. Yeah, they couldn't wait to get the parks back open so you could ride Small World, but they won't go in your room to clean it. That's the whole thing. It's just it's just nonsense. Pick and choose. It was like the rest, like the restaurant thing, like you got to wear the mask when you go walk to the bathroom, but you could take them off and eat. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, they just pick and choose. Selective enforcement of stuff. It was. It was just. It's just insane. Do you want to talk about this uh, this board thing, or you want to just table it? Yeah, we can table it. But yeah, right. We're running a little long. Yeah, there's there's a guy that you're just interested in the story, but I don't really understand the politics of it and the you know the machinations behind the scenes. And it seems like you don't, but you have like a basic you know five thousand foot in the air kind of idea of it but probably not enough to really dig into it and with the amount of time we have left it's probably not going to be worth it so yeah, it's probably not the best one of the day right there. i guess the guy's just trying to basically make his case to get on the board and it seems like everybody else doesn't want him so because everyone else doesn't want him that makes you intrigued in what this guy's yes doing, basically i just want him to get on to cause trouble now has he been has he been doing like stuff on tv and going on no i haven't shows. seen him on any youtubes or podcasts or anything got nelson pels is his name is he any relation to dave pels the putting guy you think no i don't think so probably not okay he's just like an investor guy and he has a lot of stock in disney and he wants to be on their board and there there's like an active campaign to keep him off basically yeah and that intrigues you it intrigues me so do your own research on it you could find find stuff out i i don't really understand it i don't what is his what is the, the website where he kind of oh, has I just like, deleted it it's like oh. return the magic.com or something let me see i could find it i just i literally just closed it as you said that so restore the magic.com yep so that's that's the website i don't know it's it's not confusing it's a well put together website there's charts and stuff on there uh just Read it and, and make your own determination, I guess. Although, I do want to talk about one thing quick uh, after we take a break. So let's take our second break, talk about one one other story, and then we'll wrap things up. Does that sound good? Sounds good. All right, we'll be right back. We are back from break. Episode number 462 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. Where'd that song come from? So that's from Tron, the soundtrack oh. to Tron. So that's the last thing I wanted to touch. Oh, on, fantastic. All right. Was the previews and what people have been saying about it. Um, we talked a little bit on our live about it, but uh, we haven't mentioned it on the show. That they're starting to do the cast member previews, AP previews. There hasn't been any mention of that yet or scheduling of that, but I imagine 
in the coming weeks they'll have some of that and then it's opening early april um the early reports are it's hard to get in the in the seats they have a bench like a regular roller coaster seat that you can request if you're larger and you don't fit in the regular one and i've also heard it's a shorter ride like about the same as uh Little, little shorter than rock and roller coaster, which is pretty quick. But I don't, I like rock. I don't think it's a bad length for uh, how long do you really want to be on a roller coaster for? Like eight minutes? I mean, two and a half, three minutes is plenty of time on a roller coaster for me. Yeah, I agree. So I don't know. I don't have a problem with the length of it. Sounds like it's pretty cool. I like how the building looks. It fits in with, like, I could care less about Tron. I've never seen the movies and I don't really care about them, but. At least the building itself fits in with the area. Like, it, it's white. It's all kind of futuristic looking. It fits in with Tomorrowland. It's not like they just plopped it mm-hmm. out of nowhere. So, I don't know. I'd be interested. I'd like to be able to fit on the uh, actual ride when it opens next time I'm down there to try it out. But I don't have high hopes as a, as a larger gentleman. Sounds like being tall. And uh, having big legs is an issue, which I have both of those issues, like fat thighs. So I don't have high hopes for it, but you never know. They have the uh, test seats out front that you can try to fit in before you get in line. Hey, yes. yeah, Christine McCarthy is going to miss album parts. What's oh, I've taken away my portion size. Yes, I'll have half size nachos. I don't think it works. Unless I eat at Disney like all year, and then my portion size is yeah, that's true. That's true. You know what I mean? I got to eat there more often to lose weight. That'll be my diet plan: the Christine McCarthy portion size diet plan. Just get my Cosmic Rays burger. That's like two ounces less than it used to be. Half the amount of fries for two dollars more. I don't know. I feel like you froze up on me. Hopefully, I didn't uh, lose the full connection here. But um, anyway, as, as you're frozen, I will mention our social media as we wrap things up here. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at WDWBTG. Go to the YouTube page, subscribe there, leave us thumbs up on our videos. I know we just put out a new one and i don't know what it is off the top of my head and i can't ask mike because he is frozen at the moment and it looks like our latest video is the tree of life nighttime awakenings so a pov of the nighttime show on the tree of life at animal kingdom that just got posted follow along there we have uh if we go live It'll be on our YouTube page. It'll also be on our Facebook uh, group, which is WDW Beyond the Gates Podcast Family. I officially lost Mike completely, it looks like. So I'm just going to wrap things up here. Uh, and then request to join. We'll let you in and you can you can follow along on all that good stuff. We also have uh, our webpage, wdwbtg.com. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you download and listen to podcasts. Obviously, follow us there. 
you can email the show info at wdwbtg.com mike at wdwbtg.com and gary at wdwbtg.com but that's going to do it for this week and i was going to ask i always ask mike if i forgot anything so if i did it's on him for uh not being in the stream anymore but that's going to do it for episode number 462 of the wdw beyond the gates podcast for my co-host mike my name is gary thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you again next week now it's time to say goodbye to all our company See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you.